0: Tonight is Hashanah Rabbah, last day of Sukkot. As we know, Hashanah Rabbah is a very special day. It's called Hashanah Rabbah, the great salvation. And as we traditionally wish each other a good kvittel, because this is the day when we still have a chance to... Um, our fate being uh, decided um, at a final moment of Hashanah Rabbah. The minik is on Hashanah we take five Arovis, five willows, and we say Hashanas, and then we beat the five Aravas to the ground five times. And it's considered a minik Nevi'im, a minik from the Nevi'im. In the time of the Bessamikdash, this minik was, was actually not a minik, it was Haloch the, the Jews were required to take a big Arova was a big branch which they placed by the Mizbeach and every day of Sukkot not only Hashanah they would go around orbit around the Mizbeach uh, with a, a rover at the center on Hashanah the tradition was to orbit and circle around the Mizbeach seven times but that was a Mitzvah Aloha is like a Mitzvah min-a-tere. She's not written in the Torah, it's a tradition, an oral tradition from Moshe Rabbeinu After Bismillah was destroyed, of course, that could no longer be practiced. But it became a minig which Nebiyam established, a minhag. A minig is not a halakh, it's not a mandate. But it became like a mandate because the Nevi'im established this as a custom that on, on a Shana Rabbi we should take five ravis and we say special trilas and so forth. It says in the that Hashanah Rabbah will never fall on the Shabbos. The calendar was designed in such a way that it should never fall on the Shabbos as to not to skip the tradition of the Hashanahs that we do on Hashanah Rabbah. Since on Shabbos we couldn't be using those willows and beat them on the ground, so in order to Avoid keeping the custom, the minach uh, of Hashanah Rabbah. the calendar is designed in such a way that Hashanah Rabbah will not fall on on Shabbos. The question is, Thais asked the question, why when Chazal also concerned with the first day of Sukkot too? That the first day of Sukkot shouldn't fall on Shabbos because we know after the Chubb Mitzah Mikdash, and the first day of Sukkot falls on Shabbos, we don't use the lulav. We skip the lulav. And in the midst of taking a lulav on Sukkot, is only on the first day. So it means that if the first day of Sukkot falls on Shabbos, we lose out on the mitzvah of lulav. Why didn't Chazal establish and design the calendar in such a way as to avoid that the first day of Sukkot should, shouldn't fall on Shabbos? Same thing with Rosh Hashanah. first day of Rosh Hashanah, if it falls on Shabbos, we don't blow the Shefer. Why not design the calendar in such a way that it could never fall on the Shabbos? They were more concerned about Minag Nevi'im, which is just a Minag, to make sure that we don't lose out on that Minag Nevi'im. So they made sure and bent over backwards that the Shana Rab should never fall on the Shabbos. But they weren't concerned about a Mitzvah Minatoirah, a Mitzvah deraise, like Lulav and Shafir, uh, that we should skip it if it falls on the Shabbos. There wasn't a concern of theirs. That's strange. So Tehzeh asked the question. And Tehzeh says, it's exactly because Lulav and Shafer is the said that there's no need to worry about skipping it. Because people will not um, infer from the fact that we don't blow the Shefer on Rosh Hashanah one year if it falls on Shabbos. Or we don't take the Lulav one year. That Lulav is not so important. People know that Lulav is written in the Torah. It's a Mitzvah D'Raysa. So no. A mitzvah doesn't need extra support and strengthening. But a minag, which Neviyim established, which is not so much a mandate like a mitzvah, for sure not like a mitzvah, minatera, people might take the wrong idea. They might get the wrong idea when they see that on Shabbos, or Shana Rabbah, we don't use the Hashanah. They'll think, okay, it's, it's a, a mitzvah or a minag which is disposable. You can if you want. If you don't want, you don't have to. In order to ensure that people understand that this is very important, they made sure that never, under no circumstances, will, will it ever happen. A year when we don't celebrate Hashanah Rabbi with the Hashanahs. This is Taish's answer. The Rebbe says in the Sikha dab there must be a deeper connection. Why Dafka Hashanah Rabbah? Chazal were more concerned that Hashanah Rabbah shouldn't be skipped and therefore not fallen on Shabbos. And the one is concerned about a mitzvah and a terah, a mitzvah race, like lulav and Schaeffer. The Friedrich Rebbe in explains but it says in the Medrash that Lulev is the Jew who learns Torah, Yeshbay Tam. And the Adasim is the Jew who does mitzvahs, Yeshbay Reach. And Esrik has both, Tam and Reach, it's a Jew that learns Torah and does mitzvahs. And Arov does neither it's not chas v'shalom to say that these are Jews some of them don't do mitzvahs chas v'shalom we talking about Jews that are Yerish or Mayim. all of the four species are Jews that do the filter and mitzvahs they follow Shochon Aruch it's just the question is a seder and avayda their, their focus in how they serve Hashem the Jew is the Lul of Jew is driven by an intellectual appreciation of Torah mitzvahs. He's a Jew who has knowledge of Torah. He understands the depth of the meaning of things, why mitzvahs are the way they are, and understand each individual mitzvah, what the underlying reasons for that mitzvah is, in great depth. And he is driven by the intellectual depth that he has and that, that motivates him to perform mitzvahs with greater vigor and commitment and devotion. Then there's the Jew who is the hadas. Hadas, hadasim, is my tevim deeds mitzvahs. Mitzvahs actions are more connected to midas. Usually, a person who uh, who is only driven academically and intellectually, there's always the possibility that, that person might um, might appreciate the intellectual aspect of mitzvahs as an academic recreation, but it won't necessarily move him to do the mitzvah. To do a mitzvah with a passion, it requires passion. Passion is much more directly responsible for getting a Jew to actually do and actualize what he feels. The driving force between action and behavior is, is midas emotions. So the Hados is more the Jew who has an, an emotional appreciation, his emotional experience of, of, of the beauty of mitzvahs. And it is his emotion what drives him to do mitzvahs, with greater commitment, greater devotion. And then there's the Jew who's both, a Nasirik. He both has the intellectual depth, that itself, in and of itself already motivates him to do mitzvahs, but although it can still remain academic, but he's also joined by a powerful and an intense emotional experience of richness, an emotional richness behind... The commitment of mitzvahs. Then there's the Jew. is He doesn't have any intellectual motivation. No emotional motivation. He has nothing inside. What makes this Jew. Perform mitzvahs. Only one thing. He knows I'm a Jew. And this is Hashem's will. That Jew is driven on by one thing. Hashem's will. Hashem's will weighs on him. In spite of himself. There's nothing inside of him that warrants this commitment of mitzvahs. Is that there is awareness that Hashem wants it, and he has no choice; he's got to do it, and that's why he does it. Who is greater? Chsidas explains as Davka who has neither seichel, neither knowledge, nor the emotional depth of appreciating mitzvahs, but does things in spite of himself. The Bittal, the self-effacement is the greatest in the Arava type of Jew. In Hashanah Rabbi we celebrate that type of Jew. That type of commitment and devotion which is not connected to the Jew's ego, to the Jew's not even his spiritual self, intellectual or emotional, but is completely surrendering to Hashem's will. Hashem's will is the only driving force that Drives his commitment and devotion to Torah That is the purest, most unadulterated form of service and uh, devotion to HaKadosh Baruch. That's what Hoshana Rabbi is. Hoshana Rabbi, we use the al separately from the Lul of Anesik. We make a big deal about the Hoshanas. And this is the reason why Dafka Hoshana Rabbi, Chazal, didn't want us to ever skip. She never fall on a Shabbos so we wouldn't have to skip the the practice because this type of commitment that we celebrate at the end of Sukkot is the most important one because it exhibits the purest, most natural bond that Jew has with Hashem even if he doesn't understand even if he doesn't feel Seichel and Midas can blur that deeper pure, natural bond that Jew has with Hashem the most natural bond of a Jew with Hashem is not connected to the person's own conditions, but it's his intellectual condition, his emotional condition, or other conditions. It is just simply I'm a Jew and Hashem owns me. I'm his evid, I gotta do what he wants. This is why the practice of Hashanah Rabi is not even a mitzvah. A mitzvah means that there is a commander and there is a commanded. There is a mitzvah and a mitzvah. They are two separate things. There is me. I have my sensibilities, my feelings, my thoughts. And Hashem imposes His will on me. So I have to now internalize it. Use my seichel, my mitzvah, to try to understand and appreciate. The, the rovah is not even a mitzvah. Because the is Natural. A is the, the practice that expresses in the most natural way that a Jew is, is intrinsically connected to Akkadesh And this is why Shana is the last day of Sukkot, it's the transitional point between Sukkot and, and Simcha's Torah. Simcha's Torah is when a Jew dances with the Torah closed. Simcha's Torah is the Simcha that exhibits the deepest, most natural bond. That an Hashem has with Hashem at the deepest level. It's not the seichel. We don't study the Torah. It's not the emotional connection and appreciation about the, the beauty of Torah, the lines, the, the the phrases of the Torah. It's about the etzim of Torah. That Torah is a kadosh bochul. <inaudible> Huva chachmas echad. Hashem is one with the Torah, and I am His. Regardless of my intellectual or emotional condition. This is the climax of this whole series of Yamam Tevim. Hashanah Rabbi is that bridge.